Yeah. This is creepy as hell. I love it. There's no way this doesn't get turned into a movie at some point. Your taste, but you totally. like your favorite. Uh, your favorite Starburst, cherry, the red one, and then lemon. Aha! See, hanging in there. And then, <laughs> what's your take on the sort of um, the bubble gum, like the wrapped up bubble gum at Halloween? You know what I'm talking about? Like the double bubble? Yeah, I, I love that stuff because it's. But I think you love that it, stuff. Only because it's a flashback to, like, my childhood baseball days. But you love that stuff. Yeah, I like it for its nostalgia value. What's your favorite flavor? Flavor-wise, give me a piece of... What's your favorite flavor of Jolly Rancher? Green apple. We're here in the whip round. Welcome. And really? I, I am no. Sean Hayes, who likes the macabre, talking to my friend Phil here, who we'll, we'll talk in a second, whose taste in candy is psychotic. Oh, shut the it's fuck up. It's psychotic. It's delicious. And and not, it's, for me, it's psychotic. For, for him, mine must be psychotic because I like things that most people would consider normal. Uh, yeah, Phil, introduce yourself. I'm Phil, the scientist, and uh, my taste in candy is just fine, thank you. I've struck a, I've struck <laughs> a, 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 a dot-flavored nerve. You probably like only- dots, don't you? I love dots. You know what's the good thing is, though? If you and I are ever together in a room eating candy, yeah. it's, it's not like we're going to fight over the flavors. We'll be able to just you know parcel out exactly what we want. That's true. It is a, a, a Jack Spratt and his insane friend situation, yeah. although who's Jack and who's insane, <laughs> who can say? Although uh, I would like to posit um, that Phil is the crazy one. Uh, if for no other reason than right now, I can't see below his <laughs> nose on the screen. He's like hunching there we down. Go. Oh, okay. So anyway, Phil. My microphone. Phil. Yeah. What's up with you? Uh, I'm fine. The healing is going well. I'm getting the stitches out tomorrow from the surgery. Healing. Very clever boy. Yes. Uh, the only thing. The foot thing, right? The, the ongoing foot thing. Uh, everything seems to have gone well. The only thing is I'm in the boot still for another four-ish, six-ish weeks. Mm -hmm. I hate the boot so much because I can't, like, feel with it. So, you know, when you're stepping around, you have no sense of, which is the worst thing in the world when you have a cat like mine who is always underneath your feet. Like mine, too. Right? Yeah. Kepler is constantly like, hi, where are you moving? And all of a sudden, she's right under me or, like, on the steps when it's hard for me to even walk up and down. It's like, this is not making it easier, buddy. Hey. Otherwise, I'm fine. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask you, has it occurred to you do the slide down the stairs thing, right? I'm like on your butt. Uh, I have to sometimes, yes. Do you ever do it and as you're going down, think to yourself, I'm doing the boot scootin' boogie. <laughs> no, the boot will scootin' now. boogie. No, but I will now. Okay. What's up with you? Uh, rehearsals for 12 Angry Jurors. Are going very very well. We had the discussion recently, and there was there was much tension, there was much drama. Go figure. Over whether we were going to be wearing masks or face shields or nothing uh, during performances. Oh, of the well, show because how know, contemporary do you want to make it? Well, no, it's going to stay you know set in the time it was. Which I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's a difficult decision any way you slice it. 
So sure. it's in the 60s and yet everyone's going to be wearing – I mean they have to suspend belief. The point is the big dumb thing can bite my fucking theatrical crank. <laughs> Other than that, uh, things are all right I guess. You know, um, there's a, a, a might audition for a musical uh, next month. Oh, uh, just I... send in episodes as your audition tape. <laughs> just like, listen, Sean sings all the time, whether we want him to or not. Please give him an outlet. Yeah. So I'll be trying to get ready for that, I guess, once Jurors opens on, I believe it's June 4th. So come see 12 Ranger Jurors, Pennsylvania Playhouse, live theater. Fabulous venue. They'll be, sa- they'll be safe. It's going to be wonderful. And I'm going to be there one night. Weekends from, I believe it's Friday the 4th, all the way down to Sunday the 20th. So come and check it out. Anyway, that's, you know, that's all that's up with me. But we need to speed things up like a locomotive motherfucker. Or That's right. Or is there anything you want to talk about first? To do the weirdest come through, it's time for Drain Rick Headlines. Fill the mention so that I can understand. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Maybe you should try out for a, a, a musical with that. I heard you singing. (laughs) <laughs> no, I've got five headlines from this week's news and one I made up. Spot the fake, win the day out of the six. <laughs> I was opening oh, my no. mouth <laughs> to be like, hey, very, cons- <laughs> very concise. I wasn't going to do that until I saw you start to make the comment about being concise. <laughs> All right. Hey, Phil. It's just undercutting. That's the goal today. Yes. Kate told me the other day that I interrupt a lot. <laughs> no. On you go. <laughs> Student who hacked KFC for $31,000 worth of chicken in China, uh, chicken jailed in China. Chickeny China. Oh my God, you were doing chickeny China. (laughs) You fucking 90s person. (laughs) Or is that early aughts? Well, here comes the next pronunciation. For sale, a video about how much Cara (laughs) Delvine. Can't help you. I don't know. Delvini? Delvini. Delvini loves her vagina. Oh. (laughs) Woman fears cougar attacked her. Officials suspect raccoon. (laughs) <laughs> Woman hit in the face with 10-pound log of prepackaged meat. Owners of Milwaukee Bakery print burglary suspects picture on sugar cookies. Drunken botanist storms into City Hall, demands to get married to favorite plant. Oh, wow. That's going to be so hell to do fast. $30,000 worth of chicken jail in China for sale. Video about how much Kara, whatever, loves her vagina. Woman fears cougar attacked her. Official suspect raccoon. Woman hit in face with 10-pound log of prepackaged meat. Owners of Milwaukee Bakery prints a burglary suspect. Picture on sugar cookies. Drunk botanist storms into City Hall. Demands to get married to vapor bell plant. Huh. How you feeling? It's weird that um, Phineas was not a present for that. There's no Phineas in that that I could that I could detect. Okay, so I'm immediately suspicious of this, you know, marry the famous plant thing. Although you can file a lot of things under drunk. Sure. Um, and then what was the second last second last one? Owners of Milwaukee Bakery print burglary suspects picture on sugar cookies. Yeah, that I mean, like that again. That I'm suspicious of that, but I suppose they could have done it and then got in trouble. Like that could be the story because I figure like that's libelous or. Is it mm. would it be libel or uh, what's the other Being one? A picture, slander, slander, libel. What is it if you print. if it's like hey, it in print? So I mean, it's on a cookie. It's printed on a cookie, right? It's not a talking cookie. Um. Still, though, I'm gonna go ahead and say that I think that the uh, the sugar cookies are bullshit. No, uh, just their attempt at finding the ne'er do well. They better get in trouble for that. I. What? You can't put a suspect on a cookie. You can put a picture of a suspect up in the post office. No, you can't. No, you can't, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. Well, was it the the plant? 
was. Oh, so close. And just so you know, basically, here's your hint from now on. Mm. This book is on my desk. The Drunken Botanist, the plants mm-hmm. that create. Well, uh, the cre- it is an audio mo- you know, format, Phil. Drunken Botanist, Plants That Create the World's Great Drinks by Amy Stewart is on my desk. That's where I ended up coming up with oh, the. Oh, uh, lovely. Lovely. Drunken Botanist Storms. I was like, oh, I got it. There's nothing Let's that makes that. a drink better than getting some fucking plants involved. Well, it's all about like the chemistry of like what's in all of the plants from like hops to, you Ugh. know, wheat. Ugh. Because what do you, bleh. I don't want to drink any of that. What about potatoes? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, out of that. So and vodka. Drink too much and you'll end up in Sean's cabin in the macabre. Oh, my heavens. That's weird. Oh, my or- stars. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, you know, even if you hadn't teed it up so well, I would be excited right now, which I am. I- I'm-, I'm positively jazz-handed. <laughs> to- <laughs> I was going <laughs> to bring Why you. Why would you be excited when you can just be excited? <laughs> right. Uh, but to bring to, to you and the citizens this particular piece of macabnetry, which I think is the first time oh, I've said nice. that. Macabnetry. That is... Thank you. That's thank you. beautiful. Thank you, Bell. Piece of shit. Anyway, I have you to thank. What did I do this time? Dr. Laporta. For, uh, for you saw the light. You saw the headline. Oh, You okay. saw the glory that is the subject this week. But please, Phil, don't spoil anything for the good citizenry. Don't tip, don't tip, the, don't tip your hand to the macabinetry. Ladies and gentlemen, and Phil, I bring you a tale of modern horror. How much do you know about this one, Phil? I read the headline, wrote it in as possibly one of my fakes, mm. or, or I wrote it in as a train wreck, and then when I didn't use it, I immediately sent it to you. So okay. basically, I only know the headline. Okay. Yeah, so... The best part about this, I will say, is that it's real, and actually, um, the most bizarre part is that it doesn't happen more often, what you're about to hear about. And I have verified this in a number of publications. Phil was a little nervous that maybe this is, like, too interesting to be true, given the source. Yeah, the source I saw, I don't usually cite, so... I have verified it multiple directions, particularly particularly in local news, which is always like, well, now we're getting somewhere. Um, if it's all over local news stations, too. Anyway, we are off to El Paso, Texas, to the uh, Cielo Vista apartment complex. A, a very standard block of flats, as it were. Perfectly normal inside and out, from what I can tell from the place's website. Like, I clicked through and checked this particular place out, <laughs> uh, which the ratings weren't high, but I wonder if that's an old thing or a new a new thing. It, it really is. The place is virtually, I mean, exterior and like the little apartment tour. It, it you know, it's indistinguishable from Standard. dozens of, from dozens of complexes you've been Got to it. that I've been to that you've lived in. People that I have lived in, all the same. And that is why this hit me so. Dare I say, deliciously? It's every apartment. Located in the heart of any town, USA. This is the story of Anna Cardenas. Cardenas? An- Anna Cardenas. Anna. This, Cardenas, right? This is the story of a... Um, <laughs> anyway, the story of Anna Cardenas. Let's say Cardenas. Okay? I don't know. And it begins in the quiet of her bedroom, Phil. As Ms. Cardenas soundly sleeps... You can hear the wind stirring outside every so often. 
the rustle of sheets when Anna shifts in her slumber. She's got the overhead fan running, and it makes a reassuring little creak once in a while. You know that little sort of metal, like, that little thing, little yeah. thing the fans do every once in a while, you know, and then maybe it makes a little rhythm with it, meet, 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 you know. Something you can get down to. Yeah, well, that's not what I was getting at, but it's a softer <laughs> thing, horn dog. But the rest is silence and peace. It's about four in the morning, Texas time. That time when the world seems to hold its breath, caught in the frozen blue of pre-dawn. You know what I'm talking about, that blue light? No, I sleep. Well, some people know what I'm talking about out there. And that, that strange piece is joined now by a gentle and new rhythm in the room. A, a soft tapping sound? Sort of a rhythmic patter just at the edge of hearing. Tap. Pity, pity, pat, pat. Tap. Pity, pity, pat, pat. Now, Anna shifts more deliberately now. She's awake. Uh, she brings her hands up, I'm guessing. This is just my envisioning of this right now. She wakes up, feels something wet on her face when she, like, just Ugh. sort of reflexively checks her body, like, what's happening? Uh. A droplet of something touches her arm. Rain, she thinks? Is it raining somehow? Now, as Miss Cardenas reaches for the bedside lamp, a certainty hits her. She definitely didn't open the window tonight. The bedroom window, she did not open it. Her fingers find the switch under the shade of the lamp. The forecast didn't say anything about rain in El Paso anytime soon anyway, she thinks. The lamp clicks on. The room is the same as ever, folks, but... At the same time, so alien suddenly that Cardenas isn't 100% sure she's awake at all. Her walls, her bed, her side table, her skin, all are freckled with red, striped and dripping with blood. A drip sound hits above her. The fan creaks a little bit. And she sees fresh lines of dark gore appear on the walls. <laughs> Lukewarm fluid dabs her cheek. <laughs> Above her, a darkening stain is spreading across the ceiling. And through it, a slow, steady drip of blood seeps into Anna Cardenas's bedroom, drops to the fan, and rains down in spitting circles again <laughs> and again uh. and again. Some kind of slow-motion horror movie just painting the walls. The rain of blood, my friends, is here at last. Um, so Miss Cardenas, again, blood-streaked uh, in a blood room. Imagine the odor, by the way. No it matter what. Like, yeah. It's going to smell like someone left like the meat out for a while, I'm guessing, already. Okay. And you don't even know why yet. But anyway, uh, she made her first call... Um, she didn't call the police first. The first, well, I think the renters. Did you ever? How many apartments have you lived in? Phil? I don't think this is covered under renters insurance. Well, how how many how many apartment complexes have you lived in? We're Not a rental of like, a house, an apartment. Is it complex. counting like dorms then too? No, apartment oh. complexes. 
Uh, complexes, none. Apartments, two. Okay. I've lived, I think, in four or five, depending on how you count it. Sure. So I can understand why the first thing she did was call the maintenance office. <laughs> Excuse me. Did your blood pipe spring a leak? Yeah, right. First thing is like, <laughs> look, I'm not responsible for any of this. I'm not. Look, this is a you problem. I don't own this. <laughs> I'm renting it. So anyway, she called the maintenance office, and this is how she described the situation and the phone call. Quote, it grossed me out. I was in shock. I thought, this isn't real. This is a dream. Wake up. I called maintenance, and they said, are you sure? And I said, (laughs) blood is falling on me. Yeah, as it happened, the elderly man in the apartment directly above Cardenas had dropped dead six days prior... And while he had died in a carpeted room, slumping to the floor, uh, putrefaction is a messy business. And the decomposition process and the fluids therein worked their magic right through the carpet, through the lining, through the wood, through plaster to soak the apartment below. Now, evidently, the neighbor died of natural causes, but I'm going to keep checking. I'll keep looking to see if this is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, In any case, firefighters came. They um, kicked in the door up there and found, yeah, there's definitely a corpse that corresponds (laughs) one-to-one with where your blood (laughs) fountain is. is. Yeah. So they took the fan down as well, and she was there to see them remove the fan. Uh, which resulted in what she called, quote, a pool of blood oh, yeah, of course. coming down from the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, hopefully things do improve for Anna, who says quite understandably <laughs> that she can't really eat, can't eat, can't sleep, can't relax these days. Uh, and, the, you know, the story broke about this just like three days before we're recording. And we're recording mm-hmm. on Monday evening. So, you know, new stuff. Um, so, yeah, I... Um, I'd be the same as as Anna right yeah, now. I think so. Except after throwing up once or twice, I'd be that way. No rest, no sleep, no food. Because I'd be so thrilled to have a story <laughs> like this in my life. I wouldn't be. I'd be like a kid at like who tomorrow you go to Disney World. Like tomorrow you're still the guy who lives in the blood rain apartment. <clears throat> but moving on. The fucked up part of all this. Oh, now. Okay. Anna obviously can't live there right now or anymore. Her lease was apparently coming up soon anyway. <laughs> but the uh, the Cielo Vista apartment management office is offering no help. Like, they're not cooperating in any way. She apparently is, like, holed up in a motel. She's got a GoFundMe, which the link will be in the show notes, by the way. Oh, my goodness. We don't know her. Like, <laughs> you go there, yeah, don't this- go there. But, you know, there's definitely a GoFundMe. Uh, I'm not sure of the legality issues of any part of this, but it seems to me... The decent thing for an apartment management blah, blah, blah to do here is to help the blood rain lady out. She got rained on by viscera in your building. Let her have a different apartment. Just for um, a while. You know, better yet, let her have her old one and the the, the old dudes as well. <laughs> Clean everything up. Put like a, like a spiral staircase in there. Call it the haunted suite. Blammo, you're famous. Business just tripled. Rain of blood. More like rain of dollar dollar bills, y'all. Blood rain, Phil. What are your thoughts? I uh, first thing that came to mind was going to be ask you about the legalities, but you've already said that you haven't found anything about who's you know. It's 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 rough out there to hold people accountable for something that where they're like, well, we didn't have anything to do with it either. Well, I mean, it's true. It's not like the apartment 
complex owners murdered the dude and you know let him that we know of right um and i'm sure when you're building an apartment complex you're not thinking to yourself you know we should probably scotch guard the carpets so that way blood doesn't leak into the person below yeah how are we handling uh blood drainage between (laughs) the units it's not something that most apart yeah okay uh so again i i i feel bad for her i feel awful i'm sure that that is a hell of a thing to experience and to wake uh, up to mind right and, and again like you just odor six days dead yeah i'm sure that what was dripping through wasn't smelling great mm. um there there's you know uh, so many questions of like again it's natural causes so i guess the body just finally started leaking and what i want to know is at least from a timing perspective here like how long did the body start leaking till when it soaked through like how shoddy are the apartments yeah, that know. was like Two days, three days, five hours. These floors are so thin. Yeah. Which brings up a whole other question. When you rent a new apartment, it's like, how long would it take a spill to, <laughs> to soak through to me if there was, you know. Average size corpse, <laughs> ha- greater than or less than a week before it would soak through. Probably. You know, and I've lived in apartments where I would guess that, that leak would come through in a day. And I've lived in apartments where I'm, I'm guessing I would have a good week to ten days. Right. Depending on the Amazing. size of the corpse. Sure. Amazing luck, I guess, that it was hitting the fan and spraying all over. That's uh... incredible. That is in that is out of Hellraiser. What she must have seen. I mean, you know, like take like a, um, you know, a paintbrush or something. Just like, you know, you, you know what happens when you like whip it. Yeah. Like in an arc. You're just it, like, ah, ah, it, what the hell is it, going? Yeah. But I mean, the walls, it lashes them. It would. Which. It does make sense because there is obviously a gap where the fan is installed that if it was pooling up there, that's where it's going to leak through first. Right. So, yeah. sure. The the other two parts, just to close up, would be, you know, her thought of, am I still dreaming? Absolutely. That is the right reaction. Because you're like, no, this can't really. Right. It doesn't and then rain also blood. The, right. Which, again, also that, that initial reaction I had, like, you call maintenance first. It's like, well, you know what? If you're not sure what's going on, that's your reaction. And their reaction totally understandable to ask like we laugh at it but can you imagine being the night maintenance guy on call like that is not what you were expecting to hear yeah no totally totally as much as we laughed at it totally justified yeah yeah this is creepy as hell i love it there's no way this doesn't get turned into a movie at some point um i mean in a sense it's just a nightmare on elm street death upside down (laughs) <laughs> there's when he erupts out of the bed and said this right. one is it's erupting down into his room i mean sure. I, if we're not considering a, a kruger murder here we are remiss i think yeah. as a society yeah so let us know what you think what's the weirdest thing that ever rained on you <laughs> in your apartment citizens and uh hey by the way just so you know el paso citizens there's going to be an apartment for rent pretty soon. Two of yeah. them. So yeah, you know, yeah. Check the listings. Yeah, you know, caveat rentor or whatever. Nice. Check Woo! those listings. We'll be right back. Yeah. I would though. I would end up excited about it. I'd be like, I'm that guy. Hey, citizen. Sean here, and I'm sitting with Phil <laughs> against my better judgment, and we were just realizing that we should help you get in touch with us. Should you like to do so? If you have anything you'd like to tell us at all, you can always reach us. By email, thewhiparound at gmail.com. We're also very active on Facebook and on Instagram, thanks largely to Phil. If you would be so kind as to share those posts, like those posts, send them to your friends, send them to your enemies, 
That helps us get into people's ears. Yeah, while we're at it, those reviews and not just stars, but also just comments and let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we love it. Yeah, and then of course, if you love us, you can always bookmark the whiparoundpodcast.com as your homepage and go there for all your whiparoundy needs. I haven't even done that last part. Well, we're going to go do that on Sean's laptop machine and you <laughs> come on right back to the show. All right. Well, Phil is going to sit in my lap, I guess. It's cozy. Right. Okay. It's very quick. It, you'll know. It's literally, I just have to tell you like three sentences, maybe. And we're back and let's find out what those three sentences are. Yeah. So I wanted to there's something else. Yeah. I wanted to update everyone. I, I <laughs> <laughs> News is fast here. Maybe we could make it a little more sympathetic for the management board because, all right. Yeah. She doesn't have renter's insurance or didn't. Um, so maybe you should get renter's insurance if you're renting. I'm just throwing it out there because, again, you never know what the precipitation is going to be like in your bedroom. So, you know, Phil, and the next time that you ever clean your house, maybe you want to check all the runnels and all the blood drain points. Make sure that your house is effectively draining out all of the gore and the viscera and everything else. I don't know how long you want me to tee you up for this Science. shit, asshole. Still matters, damn it. Motherfucker. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you were very clear of your 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 little extra there. You're like, I'll interrupt you as soon as I know. <laughs> Do we have one? No. Good. Fuck them. And we have better news even. Great. Uh, Calgary. They did expunge the uh, most of the part. Not all, but most of the parking tickets they issued with the people who are waiting to get vaccinated. Okay, uh, we, so we they, laid down the law for them, and they responded. That's right. We, we totally, called them out. Totally our fault. Probably not. <laughs> well, our, Calgary, our we're doing. big in Calgary, folks. Yeah, we're very big in Canada in general. Outside of Prince Edward Island, they fucking hate us. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Uh, also, even better news, and I love this one. And this, this is relevant to me because I'll be back to school before you know it. And oh, yeah, school? Oh, really? Oh, yeah? <laughs> 75% of people between the ages of 18 and 29 said vaccines should be required to return to campus or work. So once again, old people fucking it up for everybody pretty much. That's that's what I'm taking out of that. How do you t- – <laughs> you know that there are people who listen to our show that are like, I think – legally senior citizens and you just take pot shot after pot shot at them i know and sometimes they approach me about it <laughs> I'm like i don't know get phil you think he's all happy he's an ass i know i'm the nice guy and yet i'm the meanest one obviously clearly yeah, clearly whatever. and i have more good news about science that's the best this is like all good news from me hooray you're gonna love this trust me phil's not- masturbatory science segment and it's not just good news for you, but for all humans. Uh, then again, I hope it is. News. Oh my God! What? <laughs> I hope it's news that we never have to make use of. So there's a team of researchers. This is a penis thing, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> researchers out of Tokyo Medical and Dental University. Oh, Tokyo! Yeah. So this is a fucking <laughs> scary something. They, they were they were curious about the respiratory processes of some sea creatures. Uh, specifically how respiration or breathing in general, you know, takes place not through lungs, but through intestines in emergency situations. In general and anything that's in the water? Well, this is the thing. So they, they were looking at this and saying, well, we're all in the animal kingdom. Wondered maybe if there was some way for us to respirate or t- uptake oxygen oh, no. not through the lungs. No. And it turns out that no. in an emergency – they were able to prove that rats, 
pigs, and mice can, in fact, breathe through enteral ventilation. No. Anal breathing. Yes, oh, that's what. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fart <told> breath. <laughs> I told you you would hope you'd never have to use this. So, incidentally. Let uh, me die. Dr. <laughs> Ryo Okabe, quote, the rectum has a mesh of fine blood vessels just beneath the surface of its lining, which means that drugs administered through the anus are readily absorbed into the bloodstream. And uh, quote, this coupled with the observations seek research in distress led them to wonder if oxygen could be delivered into the bloodstream much the same way. Now, unlike other papers that have been published, I did not have access to the full paper, and quite honestly, I'm okay with that. Somebody wiped with it already? Uh, well, let me put it this way. I'm not sure how they carried out this test, but they ended up with oxygen-deprived pigs, mice, and rats. And I don't know how, and I'm just picturing like a little glass case like Deadpool, but, I have, you know, like in the beginning of Deadpool. All right, anyway. I don't remember. I, basically, some hypoxic environment, I have no idea. But what I do know is that for the first test, they, quote, prepared the lining of the rectum by rubbing it to cause inflammation and increase blood flow, which improved oh. effects of, which incidentally improved the effectiveness of oxygen delivery. Oh, God, man. <laughs> Is this, no. a, is this a long one? No. <laughs> That's probably what they were saying then. <laughs> Noting that such a preparation would likely be, quote, unacceptable for humans. Good point, guys. Uh, Way to figure that out. They gave an enema with perfluorodecalin, uh, which is already safe and effective and in clinical use. Uh, its clinical uses all seem to make use of the fact that this is a chemical that is an inert liquid and it has high solubility for gases. So you could put a lot of gas in the liquid for delivery, uh, and, and it carries oxygen well. Already, incidentally, in use for oxygenation of cell culture with that accelerates wound healing, storing organs for transport, and even as an ingredient they were trying for artificial blood. What they found out, <laughs> Sean shaking, he said, whether you're massaging the anus oh and just God. blowing air up there, oh my God. Or, giving, <laughs> or giving an enema with oxygen-carrying uh, fluorodecalin, plurofluorodecalin, quote, increased oxygenation, normalize the animal's behavior, and prolong their survival. First things first. At what cost? <laughs> I don't know when they say normalize their behavior, but if this <laughs> happens to you, you're going to be changed. Well, I was going to say, like, if I'm <laughs> acting up and you start doing that, yeah, I'm going to be like, I'm, I'm cool, man. I am normalized. <laughs> you, you will calm down. Traumatized and normalized. So clinical trials have yet to be done, but they Good. hope they can carry this out in humans in the near future. Don't. As, <laughs> as astonishing as this is, right, the why always right with me with the science what's the big why why are you doing something so ridiculous big dumb thing thinking if you're short ventilators and can get someone oxygen hey this might be worth exploring uh and, and there's a, a scientist at a yale medical that said it's a provocative idea and those first encountering it will express astonishment yes that the potential clinical role is considered in the data presented uh you know this might emerge as a promising therapy so, in the event of needing extra oxygen, Sean, do I have permission to jam a tube up your ass and irrigate your anus, or should we just douche not resuscitate? Um, we go back, man. I've known you a long time. <laughs> yes. Like a decade now. This, you've never upset me more. <laughs> Seriously? This. I find this so... <laughs> I don't like this. Go ahead. Well, Why? it's something. That, well, it was already odd, and then when it became like first, you get the anus irritated. <laughs> like they just go and rub it a little bit to, you know, irritate the blood vessels. 
Second, I feel like just hearing this story has my anal tissues <laughs> irritated. Because I'm, clen- I'm, I'm, I'm clenching like a lunatic. Second, that... Should we? Should you live? It's it's an emergency thing. If you can't ventilate this, you know, again, this this pleurofluorodecalin is a a a liquid that's been used to deliver oxygen to tissues for years. So why not get oxygen to your bloodstream? You know, up the rectum. I don't appreciate this at all. <laughs> um, I <laughs> all right. How about this? They should have it as a thing that it's assumed. That they won't tell you what they've done unless you've signed a thing that was like, you can tell me if you, you can tell me if I've breathed out of my ass. In, not out. Well, you have to get rid of the carbon dioxide, right? You're exhaling normally. Out of your mouth? I believe so. Oh my Just God. Talk to, talk you're to Listerine immediately. You're uptaking the, no. you're uptaking oxygen through the blood. It's then, not like the breath. You're not breathing your anal stuff. You're taking the oxygen in through the blood vessels, and it's going through your bloodstream, and then you're respirating, you're exhaling normally. You try to tell someone that who just found out that the guy they're talking to has breathed up his ass. They're going to be like, no, if I, no, you stay 10 feet away from me. I'm like, no, I respirated it through my oxygenation. No, fuck you, shit breath. You stay away. <laughs> I don't like this. this. Well, you're going to love this. It's time to play Real or Bullshit Human Butt Edition. Did you say Real or Shit Butt? Was that where that was going? <laughs> I almost did, yeah. What is it again? Uh, Real or Bullshit Human Butt Edition. Human uh, The butt- wonder of human anatomy that is the end of our digestive tract. It does do many things for us and with us and for, with the right loving partner to us. But there are statements Stop about are, are these following statements about our back doors real or am I blowing sunshine up your ass? Oh, my God. <laughs> butt stuff episode. It's, it's, a, it's a butt. You're saying like, oh, no, is this dick science? It's like, no, it's Ugh, butt science. You wish it was dick science. Although, no, <laughs> if someone's got to blow air up my dick, you better be ready to fight to the death. <laughs> <laughs> to the death. <laughs> to, you know what? To your to your children and to your children's children, you better be ready to fight to the death. Let's play. <laughs> ah, here's your first one. The anus has not one but two sphincters. Real or bullshit? <sighs> oh man, <laughs> I know this. Do you? And I, I there was this little old lady who used to do like a sex show. Not like, not like a sec, like she didn't have intercourse, but she would answer like <laughs> sex questions and sex ed basically on whatever channel it was. And she was just like really, I think she was Canadian. So she was very helpful and like very forthright and would talk about, she would show like different like vibrators and show how to put condoms on with like, you know, model dick. She was really, anyway. The fluorodecalin up your ass is going to bother you. If she's talking to me about it, maybe it would go over better. I assume she's dead by now, though. But anyway, before she passed, she did teach me that there is not one but two uh, sphincters up in there. So, so if you're doing the stuff in there, you better you got level two clearance required. It's real. I've never seen you more confident about a question. <laughs> Wait for a bonus point. Do you remember the names of the two sphincters? No. Uh, there are, uh, th- there's a voluntary and an involuntary one. With you, maybe. 
Apparently, the voluntary one's the one you control when you're clenching to, like, hold your poops in. Right. The other one is its own thing, and apparently it's, you know, more it's of like, a challenge. like, guess what? We're loaded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That one is, like, that's the, what are they, the Southern Oracle kind of thing and uh, never-ending story? <laughs> like, that's like you're passing through the, the Sphinxes. Here's your second <laughs> Oh, wow. It works. It really does. Here's your second question. The primary job of your colon is to absorb B vitamins specifically. My colon? Well, not your colon, but our colons collectively as humans. <laughs> our colon, Sean. It's I don't know what your show. colon's doing right now. And the I don't primary thing to... is to absorb a vitamin? Yes. That's, I mean, it's weird enough to be true, but I'm going to say bullshit. All right. Isn't its primary what? function to, you know, be be pretty? No, absorb water and electrolytes. That's what I meant. Yeah, not it's, just it's, uh, not just photogenic. It's the Gatorade portion of the asshole. <laughs> Electrolytes. Here's your third one. Hemorrhoids are in fact simply varicose veins of the anus. Real or bullshit? I feel like I feel like I've heard this before too, but not from the little old lady. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm just one? just on the streets. <laughs> just have you ever had one? <laughs> You're just talking to your preparation age dealer on the corner. A hemorrhoid? I not, n- not. I'm. I don't know. There was a okay. situation, and I was like, I'm going to treat it like <laughs> one, and the situation went away. But I never had an official appraisal. Got it. <laughs> you didn't bring it to like hemorrhoids roadshow, right? The photo. <laughs> the photos didn't turn out. It's too dark. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm pretty sure that's real. Nice. There it is. I probably learned that frantically Googling what's going on. <laughs> it was a while back, In your too. panic, you learned. Yeah, it was a while back. I was a younger man. <laughs> it's a younger man's <laughs> maybe hemorrhoid. Question four. The colon, which terminates at the anus, is an average of five feet long. That can't be right. Five feet of colon. Five feet of colon. Sounds like something you would see on a sign outside of a tent <laughs> that you had to pay to get in. Like in in coins, see the five foot colon. Um, Behind this curtain, yes. Right, I'm gonna guess. Stand back, I mean it. I'm gonna <laughs> guess that it is. That's bullshit. It's it's probably like five inches or something. That's real. Five feet long. One of those like stretch it out. The whole thing is is a five foot. Apparatus. Oh, you didn't say stretched out. I'm not saying, like, you don't have, like, pull it to the end, like, a, you know, a rope. But, like, if you count the whole colon, which is most of the, you know, a large part of the large intestine, that's a five-foot-long object. <laughs> On you, maybe. Last question. Yeah, it better be. No more tricks. No more ass. Said, no more ass tricks, Phil. Twerking is one of the best exercises for your glutes and works every major muscle there. Ew, look at you trying to ask about outside the anus. What a, well, listen, I what a weirdo. It, I said it was human butt edition. Well, that's I didn't, true. You know, so I'm trying to get the whole thing. The whole thing? The yeah. thing whole? The thing's whole. So is twerking the best exercise? Isn't, I mean, not that I'm an expert at all in how one twerks or the culture of twerking, really. But isn't it really just like a shake? I think it would be better for like your your thighs, like your... your um. Like the backs of your thighs or some shit. <sighs> the science of twerking. We've made it at last. <laughs> um, you knew it was coming does, eventually. Does it just like bounce. 
<laughs> Visual Sean is sort of trying trying to figure out how he's doing this, and all I see is like his shoulders and his head <laughs> lolling around. It's an amazing visual. I think it's bullshit. I think that that's uh, if it is great, but it feels to me like it would be more of like a uh, thigh thing. Bullshit. You got it. It is indeed a leg exercise, and the butt is just there for the glorious ride. Aren't we all, Phil? Aren't I feel we all? very dirty after that game. Thank I missed you what? for coming along on this glorious ride. I missed one? Yeah. Uh, and I feel cheated by that one. Stretch out the colon. What is this? A, stre- uh, well, citizen, stretch out your colon. No, we'll right don't back. do it. It's a trick. <laughs> it's a crap. <laughs> we made it. That'll, that'll do it. We made it. We wouldn't be able to leave without doing that. All right, well. Hey, everybody. Are you interested in Philadelphia sports? Of course you are. Are you a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, you are. Are you frustrated by the Phillies? I know you are. Do you want to hear us go on about the Flyers? How about some Sixers news? Well, you need to check out Potadelphia. Subscribe to Potadelphia and we'll be in your inbox every Monday morning giving a recap of the previous week's activities in Philadelphia sports. We're going to get you primed for the upcoming week. And we're going to make your drive into work a little more tolerable. So follow Potadelphia, subscribe to Potadelphia, review Potadelphia, and just overall embrace and love Potadelphia because it's really cool. Thanks. It's five feet of colon for you, not them. We're, I'm bringing us back on that, Phil. I'm sorry. If you <laughs> need a minute, perfect. I'm bringing us back because that was too... Can't do anything better. Ass nostalgia. Wow. Compliments to Bubble Tape if they would like to sponsor the show. You can email us <laughs> at thebubblebrown at gmail.com. Anyway, it is Act 3, and that means that it's time for the fastest part of the show. It's time for 3 for the road. At time of the show, we talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show, or didn't really fit in with the theme of the show, which apparently is ass. <laughs> is it? Well, I mean, you figure if somebody's dripping blood it's on funny. you, there's probably something assy in there, too. I don't know. Or maybe the yeah. theme is just horror. <laughs> it's just horror. Anyway, what we're going to do is talk about uh, weird little headlines and weird stories that are burning a hole in our brain. Uh, Phil and I are going to volley with those back and forth three times a piece, 30 seconds per turn. And uh, once that 30 seconds is up, you're going to have something a little bit like this. Ooh, which is Bell with a little bit of tease at first. You hear that? It was like... Ding! A little, little shuffle first. Anyway, allowing, alerting us to the fact that it's time to shut the fuck up and move on to the next person. Once we do that three times a piece, that'll be able to do some plugs, some chit chat, and then that'll be it. That'll be the show, and I can consider unclenching <laughs> from where I sit. <laughs> uh, uh, Phil did a whole lot of uh, chattering before, so I think it's probably my turn now, which uh, begs the question does Phil have any questions to beg from me? What's your oxygen level right now? Left cheek. <laughs> Do you want any of this oxygenated enema? Right, cheek. Are you go? Up the middle in whoopsie corpsey news. A British woman arrived home one evening last week to find her house, quote, surrounded by police. Turns out the Bobbies were notified of a corpse outside the woman's house. As it happens, Carol Louise, 28, of Bedfordshire, had thrown a Halloween party for her kids in November and even had a fake crime scene display outside, complete with a dummy wrapped in garbage bags. She'd tossed the faux corpse in her garden and forgot about it until some recent yard work led her to move the non-corpse over by her pins. When she forgot about it and then drove to work, three separate neighbors wasted no time in ratting out Louise and ten cops showed up. Upset up amused, Louise reportedly asked the cops if they checked her bins. The reply was perfectly British. Should we? 
In a uh, a gender fluid grass type news, a TikTok video blew up this week, but not because of a fun new dance that might get you killed. This time, TikToker the Gold Standard pointed out that they were they were in a professional development meeting discussing LGBTQ plus issues, and the presenter shared an image of gender identity symbols. But what was shared was not an image of any identifying marks for gender identity, but instead a, sim- a set of symbols associated with the various incarnations of the Pokemon unknown. First of all, I myself had to look up the symbols, and yes, there are a lot of them. Many I'd never seen, it, so I learned something. So thanks, Gold Standard. Secondly, I don't see how you get them confused with the unknown symbols. So fuck that lazy presenter. Finally, this is the kind of shit that makes people not want to sit through professional development meetings. Vet your presenters. Only hire ones who are competent. And make sure clowns like this don't get to do it again. And great. Now do all gin news. Ukrainian authorities reportedly seized a huge first run of Chernobyl-based vodka distillery's latest yeah. product. Quote, the Chernobyl Spirit Company said 1,500 bottles of atomic alcoholic drink were confiscated on 19th March and taken to a Kiev prosecutor's office. And this is a terrible blow to the local economy in Chernobyl, or would be if there was an economy in Chernobyl. Anyway, some lunatic opportunists had grown a bunch of apples just outside the Forbidden Zone to use in said seized vodka, making the apples the first commercial crop grown in that area since it go boom. And the vodka would have been the first liquor on the same time frame. But, alas, claiming invalid Ukrainian excise stickers, Comrade Big Brother was taking a sizable bite out of the nuclear wasteland's bottom line. Oh, and hey, scientists say booze from Atomic was tested recently and said it was no more radioactive than normal vodka, so stop worrying, or maybe start worrying about all vodka. Mmm, you can do it that way. And uh, correspondingly, in Keep Calm and Guzzle On news, Brits have been through quite a lot lately with the on and on again, off again lockdowns actually getting forced. Brexit fucking up, fishing off of Jersey. But the pubs, won't someone think of the pubs? Finance experts, company debt, are cert- certainly are thinking that. And they launched an ad campaign to make up the 25.7 billion pound uh, deficit that the pandemic has put the pubs in. Understanding humans work well when presented a reasonable goal, they presented the British public with a figure of 124 pints of beer. That's what every adult needs to to drink this year in order to make up that deficit and they produced a quote your local pub needs you poster and have encouraged brits to raise a glass and do their Aww. part hey if we have any uk citizens i'm free this summer if you want to put me up i'll help <laughs> And never look a gift horse in the dentures news. A young lady moving from Oklahoma to Arkansas found an amazing deal on an apartment. Two bedrooms in a beautiful, well-landscaped area for $350 a month. It's nice, it's quiet, and for weeks she couldn't believe her luck until the recently graduated nursing assistant spotted a sign advertising her own development. It read, quote, Senior Citizens Apartments. And that's why it was so quiet. Because the people still alive in there are asleep by dusk and often can't hear anything anyway. For her part, Madison Kohut, 19, says she really likes it there and plans to stay since the place is technically open to all and hey take it from madison herself quote uh just remember if you're struggling with rent start your early retirement (laughs) give up be old no uh listen no no it's not rain and blood i don't want to live there and finally (laughs) in advantage physicists news a study was published in cell biology this week that added yet another strength to one of nature's best predators turns out that in addition to amazing sense of smell endless supply of teeth and the ability to sense sense minute electrical signals from play prey sharks also appear to have excellent ability to sense the magnetic field of the earth scientists speculate that it's useful for navigation during migrations and maybe maintaining population structures although fully understanding what's going on will take more studies consistent with finding that sharks seem to have trouble adjusting to areas with stronger magnetic fields than they're used to so what you're saying is that I can take my magnets with me when I swim, and if a shark gets near me, it'll get confused? Sharks are just juggalos. Got it. It all makes sense now, doesn't it? Sharkalos. Sharkalos. Sharkalanche? Is a Sharkalanche of Sharkalos? Oh, shit. <laughs> I would pay to see that movie. Quick, Phil, do we have anything to plug before we, <laughs> before we fucking go too far? In the, before we go to Sharkopolis? Sharkopolis? How do Sharkopolis? Shark apocalypse. Shark apocalypse. Shark apocalypse. Fuck that shit. What are we Fuck plugging? This. Uh, let's plug my wife, the magician's assistant, her oh, Facebook yeah. page, and Etsy shop. If you would love some custom made stuff, uh, it now is the time. Actually, she just handed.
handed off a chainmail uh, bikini top to someone. I like the visual that you have concocted in that there was some strange relay race involving metallic <laughs> undergarments. Absolutely. So just the way I always dreamed it. She was big, dumb thing, safe, and, you know, did it running outside. <laughs> exactly nice. the point. Nice. Yeah. Broadway slash Hollywood level talent, y'all. Get yep. on it. So get in on that. Hey, do you like podcasts? I sure hope so. Otherwise, maybe you're tied to a chair listening to this somewhere, in which case maybe try to like, you know, lean back and forth in the chair and knock it over. Anyway, you can read about adventures like that if you're not actually living through them. And if you're into reading like that, then maybe you would like a podcast called Slow Readers, which is on hiatus. Anyway, it is hosted, <laughs> you know, sometime by two fellas. And uh, it's still got a great backlog. When it's back, it'll be every Monday. But they talk about books and stories and, 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 and go on tangents about video games and movies and all kinds of fun, trivial stuff. So check them out, Slow Readers. Uh, again, deep backlog. They're great. They're kind. They're funny. It, it would take you forever to go through that, like, their whole backlog thing. So dip around. Look for Phil. Look for me. We'll, we're, our names are on their uh, little episode list sometimes. We've been on that show. So check it out. Why don't you? Tell them. Tell them Sean sent you. And tell them how to spell that, too, which is S-H-A-U-N. Hey, do you like podcasts? I know Sean just asked, but your opinion might change. If you still do and you have some time in your listening day and it's a Wednesday, you might want to check out <laughs> so <specific>. Potadelphia, <laughs> the only Philly short sports show. Yeah. Short yep. sports The only short show that matters about shorts in the Philly sports area. Cups. Who's wearing shorts this week? Cleats. Who's got a cup on underneath it? Mouth guard. Got a first uh, first seed uh, team wearing shorts in the basketball playoffs. Little bats for kids. The Phillies are still f- doing fine. Tracy beer. Yep. But they're on every Wednesday. Warm hot dogs. With Dave and Sarah and Juicy G. Every Wednesday. Also, the Painted Lions, find oh, them on yes. the U-tubs. Yes, they are U-tubbing, so you can actually and see them also, work. And they also, you might find them on Facebook. Occasionally, they're broadcasting while they're recording, too. Yeah, yeah. We would do I that. I keep, like, missing the damn announcement, and I'm like, oh, man, I want to go in there and just bother everybody. We would do that, but Phil would keep taking his shirts off. I get warm. Yeah. You get others warm. Jug of Phil? No. Fill a jug? I know how magnets work. All right. All right. You know what you just put me in the mind of? We haven't talked about this in so long. No, what now? Your 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 special magnet potion or whatever. Remember the one Bilda? And you like you oh. did like a little theme song for it. Oh, yes. what was that called? Um, while Sean thinks of this, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget. Don't buy in a snake oil. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Subscribe to us. Oh, I gotta find Send us it. Messages on the socials. It was like magic power. Remember. <laughs> Yes, I do. I'm trying to forget. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Don't forget, you know, the uh, email us. Find oh, us on our social. Man. I said that already. Man. I'm just trying to ignore Sean. What, did you delete it? Or did you find no, your way I in didn't... to delete it? <laughs> no, I just don't like it, so I'm trying I'm not to. I'm going to fucking find. Oh, fine, fine. Well, listen. Meantime, don't forget. Despite his best efforts, <laughs> Phil would agree with me, I think, when I say we love you. We do. Bye. Magnet power. Right? Yeah.
It's five feet of colon. For you, not them. To cure the COVID, grab the elixir that's got magnetostatic power!